This is the Shorts by the Broom Wagon Podcast. Josh Shibbet goes to the Highland Trail 550. This is the Shorts, where Josh and Becky are telling us the story of the HT 550, better known as Highland Trail 550. I'm Calamaro, and uh, let's move forward on the last episode of the miniseries. By the last episode, we were still missing the end of the women's competition and the end of the single speed competition, my beloved single speed competition. Fortunately, we have Becky. She can tell us everything. Stefano, now this is the real moment I'd been waiting for. We finally have our women's winner. Alice Lemkis crossed the line after four days, five hours and 21 minutes, making her eighth overall and met by a motley crew of loved ones, including her gorgeous border collie, Corrie. Basically a border Corrie. Sorry. Philippa Batty finished second woman, two and a half hours behind Alice and joint tenth overall. I've seen a photo of the two of them asleep on a window bench in the pub in Tindrum, so it looks like the celebrations might have to wait another night. The women's race has been the gift that keeps on giving, as six women have finished within the top 20. Yes, yes. That's what we like. These are numbers that we've been dreaming of for years and a testament to organiser Alan's hard work and encouragement within the community. Since we last spoke, we've had most of the single speeders in. Those people. I think I need to interview some of them. Andrew Stremka took the single speed crown and I declare him the most stylish rider. I was thinking he must be your favourite rider on that bike and in that shirt. Oh man, that shirt. Annie Lee set a new record for the women's single speed time in four days, 17 hours and 15 minutes, wiping not only 17 and a half hours from Gemma Baird's record, but also 16 hours from her own time in 2021. Our leader, Alan Goldsmith, has also touched down in Tindrum, marking seven out of nine finishes on his own event since its inception in 2013. Clapping, just clapping for Alan. While his bikes and equipment have evolved over the years, the spirit of the race certainly hasn't. That's why we are here, for stories, right? So let's listen to the story of Manu, second arrived in Tindrum for the HT 550 2023. Josh interviewed him just at the end of the race. Uh, so I found Manu. He's um, finished his Scottish holiday. Oh, Josh, buddy. You sound tired. <laughs> how how was how did that go for you, Manny? Yeah, I couldn't uh, have gone any better. I think um, had a really good time. Definitely with some uh, highs and lows, but yeah, I guess how, that's how it goes. Kachim rhymes. Um, but yeah, the trail was more than magnif- magnificent, and conditions were probably as good as it can get here. So yeah, there's no. No feeling to come back because it was just perfect the way it went, other than the finish. Apart from winning, yeah. <laughs> Apart from winning, yeah. So what, what happened well, at the finish? <clears throat> so yeah, we, me and Angus, we were like smashing it in the downhills and the uphills as well, but we were just, yeah, really riding on the edge and I guess it was either he or me that was going to have something, you know, broken on the bike. So uh, yeah, I just got a good puncture which was not a not a big deal in the end but yeah I mean 
we were going really fast so there was no way i was gonna catch up with him maybe with all the gates that were left <laughs> who knows but yeah. yeah no it was just uh impossible so yeah that was it end of story there so second's pretty good though yeah really yeah under I mean, the old record as well yeah still like you know one or two hours under more yeah. or less so can't get my head around it <laughs> it's uh, a lot better than what i could have wished for so and yeah that the trail was uh even a lot like more yeah my what i really like in mountain biking it was just spot on it's a really good mix of super technical stuff and at least with a bikepacking rig <laughs> and then some some yeah actually at a certain moment i also kind of started liking the hiker bike sections just gives it gives it a bit of variety and you just get into the rhythm and just head down and you and just keep moving and the, the thing about them is as well they're in spectacular places yeah exactly so you just turn around and have a look where you come from it's like wow <laughs> so and then you see what you've got left <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. back to the reality now one week later josh got back home and uh, this is some of his comments ciao savano this is uh this is my wrap-up for the highland trail then so we're now um just about a week um after finishing just under a week um back home uh travel back down after the race so i finished on wednesday and then drove all the way back on thursday um to land back in real life it always takes me a few days to kind of re uh, readjust um it's pretty special being able to just ride your bike um out in the wilds in the wilderness think about nothing at all apart from cycling and eating and maybe looking at the view this just sounds spectacular um so it always takes me a couple of days just to sort of readjust back to reality and yeah it's a bit different at home now because this is the first ultra race i've come home from um we have a, a baby girl so that makes things a little, little bit more um engaging than uh, <laughs> it used to be um the rest doesn't come quite so easy and the big night sleep that i kind of craved didn't come quite as, as as easy as i'd like um due to the 5 a.m wake up calls but yeah all good recovering well um physically i feel pretty good the only little issue i've got um i, I sort of lost a little bit of feeling in my um my two little fingers i think a lot of people experience that um but it's starting to come back now um i think it's just because the route is is so brutal and there's so much you know so many rocky tracks um i guess it's like riding a pneumatic drill for four days um which is gonna cause you your fingers issues um but yeah seem to be healing up and the legs are good and the mind is good and i'm i'm ready for some more um so overall i was i was relatively pleased with with my race and and you better josh this is your record on the course yeah. I, I've been a bit unsure of my fitness. I feel like I'm not at my best at the moment, um, for whatever reason. Uh, I've done plenty of training, but for some reason I'm, I'm just not, um, I just don't feel like I'm, I'm the best I can be. Um, maybe it is because we did have a baby in February, um, but I don't feel like, like it's affected things too much. So I, was, I wasn't sure exactly how I'd go, but my, my thing at these races is I just ride my own race and I try and get around the best I can um, not waste too much time and see where I end up. And if you watch the dots, you would have seen that, you know, I was, I was a bit further back and moved forward a bit. And there was a bit of to and froing um, 
over the course of the race, but I finished up fifth. I really can't complain about fifth place in a field that stacked um, in that particular race. Um, so yeah, I think I'm I'm relatively happy. Obviously, I would have liked to have gone faster. I don't think I can really challenge a super fast time on that on that course just because I'm really bad at hiker bike and really slow on my feet. Um, but I do feel I could have pedaled a little bit faster um, if if it had been a different year. Um, having said that, I still did my fastest time around the route. Um, three days, 23 hours, 22 hours it was. Basically three days, 23 hours, just under. Um, so my, my aim was minimum to get under four days. I was happy about that. I think this year's route was a couple of hours longer um, because of some route changes, but then the conditions probably balanced that out. So, you know, it's uh, it's probably about par. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed the experience. Um, I think I spent a lot of time in a dream world. I found that quite often when I came to do a, an update, I couldn't actually speak very clearly. The beauty of riding bikes in an event like this. It's amazing, isn't it? Um, so I guess, yeah, it's a... Uh, it's quite a physical, hard physical job to do. Um, but yeah, I was consistent, relatively strong. Don't feel like I faded, faded too much. If anything, I felt like I got a bit stronger as the race went on. Um, so yeah, very enjoyable. Um, the weather was amazing. Um, that's probably one to remember. It's not normally that good. So maybe I'll, I'll come back again someday. Maybe not. Maybe I'll leave it a couple of years. Um, but I don't know, the Highlands are pretty special and they do draw you back again. So I've no doubt at some point in the next few years, I will probably be there and give it another crack. So yeah, that's it for now. See you at the next race. Um, the next one for me is the Pan-Celtic race on the road, uh, just over four weeks time. Um, and then I will be heading to Kurdistan for the Silk Road mountain race. If anything, doing the Highland Trail race has just made me hungrier for for Kyrgyzstan, spent a bit of time with Sofian and he loves Kyrgyzstan and he was he was just telling me if I love Scotland and the Highland Trail then I just will love Kyrgyzstan so yeah I'm looking forward to that one and maybe I'll do some updates there as well so see you soon, ciao! Kyrgyzstan is 100% my favourite bikepacking race Kyrgyzstan may mean Silk Road mountain race I have to be completely sincere, it's something that I love I left my heart there in Kyrgyzstan because of my last podcasting actually my first live podcasting i've ever done and uh yeah it's just amazing anyways let's put memories on the side who better to give the last words on this amazing race than our expert i was saying beloved expert our beloved expert yes becky last words on the ht550 my word what a race it's been. I feel exhausted just from the dot watching. This year's edition of the Highland Trail was one of the most exciting and down-to-the-wire races we've ever seen. But there's much more to the race than the winner. Even before the race started, it felt like this was something of an inflection year for the Highland Trail. We knew we were in uncharted territory in terms of gender participation, having almost reached 50% female this year, and we've been treated to a really great race because of it. This year saw the record full, the new women's single speed record be broken, and six women finish under five days. The conditions and level of competition pushed Angus Young to a victory and a new record, bettering Neil Barchenko's 2017 time by almost exactly three hours in his provisional time of three days, seven hours and 25 minutes.
Most impressively is that Angus pulled that three-hour lead over Neil in only the final 75 miles. As well as the conditions, Angus also had the benefit of a neck-and-neck battle with Manu Catrice, who unfortunately suffered a sidewall split within 10 miles from the finish. Alice Lemkis finished first woman and eighth overall in a provisional time of four days, four hours and 21 minutes. She rode side by side with second woman Philippa Batty for much of the West Coast. And what appeared to be on track leaders a fierce battle for the second half of the race was in fact two sisters in arms riding together. As well as the overall record falling, Annie Lee broke Gemma Baird's women's single speed record from last year wiping 17 and a half hours from Gemma's record and 16 hours from her own time from 2021. This was a common theme amongst repeat offenders who returned and bettered their previous times, partly thanks to the favourable weather and ground conditions, but also to a year or more of improvements in their riding. Carl Hopps rode spectacularly. He finished fourth overall and took two days and 21 hours off his time from last year. But perhaps that was what happens when you leave the gravel bike at home. Rich Rothwell finished seventh overall, but he also knows a thing or two about scratching, as he's now finished three of his six attempts. And his words of wisdom to those who didn't make it back to Tindrum are, and I'm not going to try his northern accent now. Completion is very far from guaranteed on this beautifully brutal route and non-completion is not a failure. We've seen some of the most experienced races in the sport scratch this year, so let that be a comfort to any non-completers, regardless of their reason for not making it back to Tindrum. And just when you thought it was all over, Kurt Refsnyder has headed back out for a second ITT. At the time of recording, in the early hours of Tuesday, he's just come off the Ledmore Traverse and is about five hours behind Angus's time. But he's an exceptional single track rider, so will likely make up time on the uh, the big ticket sections coming up. So there's still some tantalising dot watching left. You can't rest just yet. And a little update on Cards Race. And uh, well, more or less halfway yet to scratch. Probably the cold really made a difference on his body. And uh, I mean, as also Becky and of course Rich were saying, there's no shame on scratching from this amazing race that is the HT 550. Thanks everybody for listening to the shorts. Next time, we don't know yet. But if you liked or you didn't like, well, Calamaro CC, Broomwagon Podcast, Josh Shibet, or Becky Waters on the Instagram. We can well receive any feedback. Bye. You've just listened to the shorts, Josh Shibet Adventures from the Highland Trade 550, 2023. A production for the Broomwagon Podcast. Your host is Stefano, aka Calamaro. Remember to share this episode with your friends and subscribe, like, and do whatever you want on your podcast application. Thanks a lot for having listening and thanks a lot for everybody who contributed to this episode. You know whom I'm talking about, right? I'm always doing things last minute, but that's what we like. So I hope that everybody enjoyed. And if you want to give us any feedback, well, the Broomwagon podcast on the Instagram or Calamaro CC 
and give an extra boost to Josh on his adventure on the HT 550. Josh Shibbet on the Instagram. Talk to you soon, quite soon.